Football fans, we are back for another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Tyler Rowland. We have the other brilliant co-host here, Alex Clancy. We are going to be getting you guys ready for Thursday night football between the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints, kicking off the Week 13 slate. And then we're going to get into some other topics. We're going to talk about which division race would you take the underdog to win the division title as things stand now and then at the end of the show we are going to talk about do you believe this quarterback will be the quarterback for this team's next playoff win a lot to discuss let's roll you are locked on nfl your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, football fans, we are going to get into this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Start off with a Thursday night football preview. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Also want to let you guys know that this episode is presented by Stat Hero. It's a first-of-its-kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Winner takes all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. But Alex, we're going to dive into this first game of the week 13 slate. The Dallas Cowboys travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Right now, the Saints are home underdogs getting four and a half points. What's your early read on this game? Both these teams are playing terrible football as of late. Yes. I mean, I feel like that's pretty much it. The Cowboys, obviously, the bigger surprise of the two. I think they've lost three of four. Um, You know, the Saints in the Superdome, there's always, like, inherent respect, regardless of who's a quarterback, that they're going to stay in games. And it, it signs are pointing that Taysom Hill's probably going to start. I've been asking Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints, our, our uh, brave uh, yeah. warrior leader here uh, at the Locked On NFL portion of the Locked On Podcast Network. And I've been watching. Yeah, and I got my shirt on too, bro. Um, <laughs> if Taysom Hill starts, this game could get weird for Dallas. Like yes. everybody's hurt or out. Amari Cooper is going to miss another game. CeeDee Lamb's banged up. Cedric Wilson is banged up, who was the, the breakout star playing wide receiver one on Thanksgiving, you know, they have some extra time, obviously, because of the short week last week. I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is the weird time of year where if Dallas loses again, Mike McCarthy could literally have his job warmed up, his seat warmed up after that hot start and coming back to earth. I'm still going to take Dallas just because of what's on the roster for both teams. But, man, I think this game is going to be ugly and closer than people think. Well, I, I, I think you're right, which is why I think taking the Saints at home with the points is a really smart play if you wanted to bet on the game. What I will say is we're hearing reports now. I mean, give Alex some credit. He just hopped off a plane and sat down and started to record. But Taysom Hill is going to start. The tweet came out about 20 no, minutes no. before we sat down. He is going to start. And because of what you said, I think that will add some wonkiness to the game. Alvin Kamara looks like he's going to be able to play in this game for the first time. and. Three weeks, I do believe, and on the Cowboys' side, they could get 
Amari Cooper back. He was activated off the COVID list, oh. but you know, he was unvaccinated and had some symptoms. So there are some people who are concerned about his conditioning and whether or not, you know, even though he's activated off the COVID reserve list, whether or not he's actually going to be able to play in the game, they still have him listed as questionable. So if Dallas, Zeke's super banged up. If Dallas's offense is still super hurt like that, I could definitely see that. The Saints have a really good defense too. So if your offense is not at full strength, playing the Saints' good defense at home. Now, I know the Saints have struggled in recent weeks on defense. I know that they gave up 30-some to the Bills, gave up, I believe, 40 to the Chargers. I know that they've been struggling, but this is a well-coached football team with their back against the wall. They've lost, I believe, three in a row. Switching up at quarterback, I think, you know, it's like how the Wildcat worked for the Dolphins for, a, you know, like a half a season to start. You don't know what you're going to get. And the Cowboys defense may not know what they're going to get from the Saints with Taysom Hill at quarterback for the whole game. And I think that makes it just wonky enough to where the Cowboys can lose this game on the road. I mean, that can happen anyways in the NFL. So if I took a bet, I would take the Saints. But I think the Taysom Hill news will really give the Saints a better chance to win. For sure. And and th there's a main reason why that is. And obviously, he's got his limitations throwing the ball. He's getting better. Alvin Kamara has shown that regardless of who the quarterback is, he can be Alvin Kamara. It was a lot more in the past game this year with Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon than we had seen in recent past, even though he was great out of the past game up to this year. It's time of possession control for the Saints. What they Where they eat without Drew Brees is holding onto the ball, running the clock down, and playing good defense. And they can do that especially with Taysom Hill, because Taysom Hill may be the best third-down running back in the NFL, including Cam Newton and whoever else. is. A, he is an absolute machine on short yardage mm -hmm. situations. you know. And then once you have to rely on him, you have a spy on him for the run game from a linebacker. Alvin Kamara, you know, they have guys that... And Mark Ingram, I mean, they have guys that can run the ball. This is going to be a Baltimore Ravens when Lamar Jackson was a rookie type of feel for New Orleans, probably for the rest of the year and they're going to have to throw the ball when necessary. But yeah, I wouldn't be excited if I'm Dallas, you know, on a, I guess it's a full week for them. I, right. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's There's too many weird things going on in Dallas right now. What Dallas has for the rest of the year, though, they've got an, they've got an NFC East treasure trove the rest of the year with the Eagles, the Giants. They play everybody in their division once. They play Washington twice. So they need to get over this hump, win this game, if they want to make that deep playoff push and get a high seed in the NFC in the NFC uh, playoffs. That's funny that you mentioned the divisions because what we're going to talk about next is which team that isn't currently winning their division has the best chance to actually do so. So uh, we, we're going to get into that conversation next. Before we do, I want to tell you guys a little bit more about Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head -head fantasy matchup. Winner takes all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineup before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. -on -one. This never-before-seen innovation in the fantasy sports world and, and sports betting hybrid world has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better than your traditional fantasy sports platforms. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns 
Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code LOCKED ON for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code LOCKED ON for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code LOCKED ON. Terms and conditions apply. All right, second segment, Locked on NFL Thursday. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland, the beanied one, Locked on Titans. Follow him at Tic Tac Titans. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Thank you to everybody subscribing to the YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcast. So Tyler and I like to actually come up with original topics instead of whatever is trending in a specific day. Final segment's going to be fun that Tyler's going to roll with. I had this idea, so it's getting really fun. Like, the middle class that was once null and void in the NFL is now overpopulated with teams that could be a, win their division, miss the playoffs, or be a wild card. There's this yeah. huge conglomerate of teams that nobody wants to play in the playoffs as the six or seven seed, but also may still win their division and have home field. So this is how we're going to kind of frame this. Which team that is not leading their division right now has the best chance of winning their division. And, you know, I'm just going to run down this real quick. You know, there's New England, Baltimore, Tennessee, Kansas City, Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and the Cardinals. Those are your division leaders right now. Some are by a couple games, some are by one game, some are by a half game. Tyler, which team, let's do, yeah, let's just do one. Which team do you think that's not leading their division right now has the best chance of winning said division. You know, I got to be honest, this was tough for me. It came down to two different choices uh, that I that I could make. And I ultimately am going to go to the AFC East. And I think that the most likely team that can win their division that isn't leading their division right now is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Number one, I think I think that's the best team that we have out of the options that are available, like overall in terms of just talent. I, I think Buffalo. And here's the critical thing for me. The Bills play the Patriots this week. The Bills are at home. And the two weeks from now, the day after Christmas, the Bills play the Patriots again. So not only do I believe in the Bills as a football team, but they have two chances in the next three weeks to beat New England head-to-head and really take over. Both of them are tied in terms of losses right now. Both New England and Buffalo only have four losses on the season. So I think there's a great opportunity for the Bills to, to lead the AFC East by the end of the year. I think that's the that's probably the safest bet, but there's an there's at least two more teams out there that I really have my eye on that I think could do this, and I wonder if you're going to be picking one of them as yours. Yeah, yeah. There's two. One's a long shot, but with how the leading the team that's leading the division is is going right now, um, anything's possible. The Washington football team can 100% win the NFC East. 100% right. win the NFC East. They're two games back. They play Dallas twice. If so facto, if they beat Dallas twice. They're going to win the division. Like, it's wild that we're talking about that. 
Taylor Heineke is going to get a contract. He's not a backup quarterback anymore. He's going to be a lower tier. If you ask eight, seven teams in the NFL, if they trade their starting quarterback right now for Tyler Heineke, they would say yes. And he's shown his leadership. He's growing up with Ryan Fitzpatrick out. That offense has enough weapons, and the defense is good enough that they could win the division. They can put up 40 points in a game. We've seen it. And But the team that I'm going to pick is Cincinnati, and it's wild. It's wild that, that I'm picking Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, because the reason why is we know that the Ravens are not in full strength. We right. know that defensive packages down the stretch are going to be to make Lamar Jackson more of a passer than he is now. And then you're going to have to trust the run game. It's no longer Mark Ingram two years ago, still in the tail end of his prime. It's no longer Gus Edwards. It's two old running backs who've been journeymen before they went into Devontae Freeman and, and Latavius Murray. Sure, they're serviceable, but it's going to be different. We've seen the peaks of Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is going to be a star in this league. They've had many brain farts this year. But with Joe Mixon emerging as a top five back week in and week out because he's healthy and the defense is fine, that offense can put up points in any weather. And that's yeah. what you have to look at now. If you can run the ball, pass the ball, cold, hot, whatever, dome, doesn't matter. So I'm going to pick Cincinnati. Um, Buffalo's probably the right choice. But with how New England's been playing, I don't know, man. I don't know if they can do it. And obviously, they're playing each other twice. So my answer is Cincinnati. My honorable mention is Washington. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think those are good picks because m my pick was Buffalo, but my honorable mention was going to be Cincinnati. And here's the other thing. Cincinnati already whooped Baltimore in mm -hmm. Baltimore. So Cincinnati has the ability to win that tiebreaker with head-to-head. -head. They could beat Baltimore again as well. That's not out of the realm of possibility. So for me, Cincinnati is a great choice. But one, one other one, I guess, that I wanted to mention here, I don't really like the options in the NFC, I know that you mentioned Washington, but outside of that, I, I don't really feel comfortable about any of those teams. But mm. in the AFC, the Chiefs are only 7-4, and four, and they play the Broncos this week, and the Broncos have been playing good football. I mean, look at that division. The Chiefs, 7-4, and four, Chargers, 6-5, and five, Raiders, 6-5, and five, Broncos, 6-5. and five. I mean, the, the Chiefs are maybe a bad injury on offense away for, from getting caught. So I don't think that it – and especially – if the Broncos were to win this week, then both teams are seven and five. So yeah. I think that there is, I don't think that that's going to happen, but wanted to at least throw that out there because it's definitely impossible. I think if the Colts would have beat the Buccaneers last weekend, they would have been like the number one pick because they would have mm -hmm. been. Uh, seven and five, while the Titans are eight and four and completely rudderless as the as the most injured team in NFL history. But uh, yeah, I I think the AFC. Hey, you laugh, but that's the facts. It's the mm -hmm. case. Eighty six active players on the roster. Um, Jeez. So yeah, it's crazy. So with Cincinnati being one of the healthiest teams, with Buffalo having two games, with Washington having two games against their division leaders, I think those are all fantastic picks. And and the AFC West is just so jumbled up that it's kind of hard to to separate anybody right now, uh, even though the Chiefs are playing some good football. But that is kind of how we see these these teams that aren't leading their division, that have a chance to maybe eclipse the division leader by the end of the year. Now, as we normally do, we are going to finish out the show having a little bit of fun. And what I want to do is I'm going to go through a list of quarterbacks, and we are going to discuss whether that quarterback will be the quarterback for their respective teams 
when they win their next playoff game. So I know that's a mouthful, but you guys will understand as soon as we get into the segment. Yeah, and uh, I got to talk about this first, betonline.ag. Um, betonline.ag is new, it's streamlined, it's fast, it's clean, and it's still your best place for all your betting sports action, whether it be football, basketball, college basketball. March Madness will be here before you know it. You better get in the bet online flow before that happens. They've got, mm-hmm. again, as I mentioned, a brand new interface. They've got all the Vegas casino games you want. They've got everything. Go there, sign up, use promo code locked on, and you get 50% off your first deposit. You deposit 100 bucks, they give you 50 just for signing up. It's fantastic. Go to the website or use a mobile device today. Use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Well, let's dive back in then, Alex, and cap off this Thursday edition of the Locked yeah. On NFL Podcast. I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, you're going to go to betonline.ag. You might as well get some advice from the Locked On Bets Podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They're giving you all of their uh, you know updated odds, their picks. Lee Sterling gives you his uh, upset picks, his lock of the day, all kinds of stuff. So make sure you check out the Locked On Bets podcast wherever you stream podcasts. But what we want to do here is a little uh, crazy segment that I cooked up in my wild brain here, and that's why I got the, <laughs> the toboggan on. I overheated a little bit earlier thinking of this segment. Uh, but... Uh, what I want to I want to go through a list of quarterbacks, and I didn't use you know some of the younger quarterbacks like uh, for example like Joe Burrow. I, I'm not going to ask about Joe Burrow that, that he's solidified there. I'm also not going to ask about you know Kyler Murray or or Patrick Mahomes. Or obviously the answer to that question would be yes, most likely. But which of these quarterbacks will not be the quarterback to lead their team to their next playoff win? Let's start here. Baker Mayfield, the next time the Browns win a playoff game, will Baker Mayfield be their quarterback? Alex? I've had a theory. No, I've had a theory that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next quarterback of the Cleveland Browns for three years now because all because he can play in the cold. He will be beloved and it'll feed his ego and they've got a great run game and a great defense. And the other one is Russell Wilson. I don't think Baker Mayfield would be the guy. I think they're going to trade a bunch of picks for somebody. So I will say no. I'm actually with you on that. I, I don't think, I think from Andrew Barry's comments recently in the media, I think it's very obvious that they're not sold on Baker Mayfield. Like most quarterbacks in the NFL, I don't think that Baker Mayfield is a difference maker. I think he's more of a trailer than a truck. He's going to be carried by the cast around him, not carry his cast. So, um, for me, I'm with you. No. Daniel Jones, New York Giants. Oh, man. So what? This is his second year? This is his third year. Third. Yeah. Right? 19, 20, 21. So he's got one more year. No, because it's the Big Apple and they need to make stuff happen. Well, we'll see what happens. If Gettleman gets fired, then that means, like, we'll see what they do. And they, gave, they don't have a first-round pick this year either. Oh, man, right. that's terrible because that goes to... Wait, what? The Eagles. They tra- they traded with the Eagles. That's right. Okay, so so I know they don't have a pick. Okay, so damn it. No. Just for uncertainty, right? Do you think yes? Yeah. No. 
No, I don't. I don't think that Daniel Jones is going to get it done. And actually, I think I think we have. I think we definitely have it wrong. The Giants have an extra first round pick this year because That's the right. Bears traded up from to get Chicago. Field. Yeah, got it. Which I think makes it even more likely that they change quarterbacks because they have extra first round picks. I think that Daniel Jones just turns over the ball way too much. I think Gettleman is tied into him. They're going to fire Gettleman uh, after this year, and I'm with you. That's a no on Daniel Jones. Uh, Sam, but I Donald, will say really Carolina. quick. I will say. Oh, I will say about Daniel Jones. There is some brilliance there. Some plays that he makes are NFL plays. It's kind of like an Alex Smithy situation where he needs a competent head coach. He needs a good offensive line. The dude is athletic. Right. He makes good throws. He needs a run game that isn't on the IR. You know, all the time. He needs a better defense, like any quarterback. It, it's been very difficult to perform and win games in New York for his first three seasons with what they've put around him and who's been healthy. So I think that he will land somewhere better. Dollar General than Andrew Josh Gretchen. Allen. Yeah, maybe, but Josh yeah. Allen wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Allen was a turnover machine for the first two years also. Exactly, we'll exactly. So I think he's just a lesser, uh, a lesser, worse version of Josh Allen. But All right. Sam Darnold in Carolina, this is an easy no for me. Yeah, no, no, move on. Okay. Just no, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, Jaylen I don't Hurts think we need to even in Philadelphia. So this means they have to get to the playoffs and win a playoff game. And win a playoff game. The next, the next time the Eagles win a playoff game, will Jalen Hurts be their quarterback? I will say yes because they have three okay. flipping first rounders this year. One from Indy. Mm-hmm. If if mm-hmm. if Carson Wentz continues to play and hits that threshold of the first round tender, and then. They get whoever right. the hell else they get. They get Miami's or whoever. I think Miami. Um, yeah. yeah. And who of them in the top 10? I say yes. They believe in him because they traded Carson Wentz. He's on a fantastically team-friendly second-round rookie deal. And you just have yep. to put offensive linemen mm-hmm. and another receiver around him, maybe a linebacker, and they can win a playoff game. He's going to mm-hmm. get better. He's not as good as people think yet, but he's going to get better. So I will say yes. Right. What about you? I'm 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 going to be with you on that. I'm going to say yes. I think they find a way to win a playoff game. I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl in Philly, but they'll win one playoff game with Jalen Hurts with that roster around him. The next one, your favorite quarterback in the NFL, Taylor Heineke in Washington. Yes, Do you think that Heineke for sure will be the quarterback the next time the the Washington football team wins a playoff game? One hundred percent. And I'm going to tell uh, you why. Uh, he is going to take three year, fifty mil, and be a quarterback. You don't have to give every quarterback $700 million and completely crater the rest of the salary cap. I think he will, 100%. What about yeah, you? I, I, no. You said earlier You said earlier that seven or eight teams would trade their quarter or trade for Taylor Heineke. I, I call BS. We don't we're not <laughs> we're not aligned on that. I I don't think that Taylor Heineke's anything special. I think he he is Gardner Minshew with less cool factor. That's what he oh. is to me. So uh, I'm, I'm going to say no to Taylor Heineke. I I would be shocked if he was even in Washington two years from now. They, they need to look for a, a good young quarterback in the draft as soon as possible. Um, I think the Heineke deal that you talked about would just be a Bridgewater deal, and maybe that's good enough for them, but I don't know. It just sounds like purgatory to me. Matt Ryan in Atlanta. No, I hope he can land somewhere else and, nope. you know, Right out the, you know, Philip Rivers it play a, play a playoff game with a team that I don't know. Atlanta's the biggest mystery in the NFL every year. Mm-hmm. They had Julio Jones yeah. and Roddy White and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Stephen Jackson in his prime. They had a good defense. They're up twenty to three in the Super Bowl and they lost. I don't know. 
But no, the answer is no, because yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with no. you on that. He's just a little too old for me. Uh, this is a good one. Russell Wilson in yes, Seattle. I was hoping you'd ask this. No, his ass is getting traded this offseason. They're going to trade DK Metcalf. They're going to trade Jamal Adams. They're going to get a cavalcade of draft picks because they don't have any, and they're going to start over. Pete Carroll's going to go back to college or retire, and John Schneider's going to get fired. That is going to be a doldrum team for five or six years unless they can hit on a quarterback. Russell Wilson will not play another down for them after this year, let alone win a playoff game, in my opinion. I I know that's how you felt. I'm I'm also going to say no, although I don't think that they trade DK Metcalf and, and Jamal Adams. Uh, Jimmy G in San Francisco. Yes. Yes, and it could be this year. All he does is win yes. when he plays. I was going to say yes to Jimmy G. I know, I know, I know. And I don't think Trey Lance is as good as they wanted him to be either. So I think we'll get another year of Jimmy G in San Francisco. Uh, Big Ben in Pittsburgh. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, no, because they're not going to make the playoffs this year, and that could be an Aaron Rodgers place also. Like, look at that roster. Yeah, uh, that's Are a Russell you Wilson place, me? buddy. That's yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's, no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. That would be, no ego. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of uh -huh. sense. Yeah. Uh, Tua in Miami. There's the Watson trade rumors. Blah, 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 it was blah, terrible. Blah. I mean, Miami's a decent team. He's no. been he's been pretty good. Like I'm a Tua hater. I'm a Tua hater. So I try to be honest here. He's been playing good football. He's executing the offense the way that they're asking him to. But I'm going to be with you ultimately. He's just Marcus Mariota all over again. He's just good enough to make your team win some games, not good enough to take your team to the next level. I don't think that Miami wins. I think they still need to trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've talked about that. I'm sure we'll talk about that this offseason when it actually, be, when it actually um, comes closer to the service. But no, like I think the two is a good quarterback. If he can stay healthy, he'll be in a, an average to slightly above average quarterback. I just don't think that offense – is good like that needs to be a vertical offense. Like that they have right. some playmakers on the outside, including Mike Kosicki. They've got some ballers on that team. And that defense, even though they cut a couple players and they just paid, like they need a guy that can gun it and and to a camp. Yep. I'm with you on that. The last one that I have here, Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. Denver's been playing good football as of late. They're six and five. They got a chance to take the division lead against the Chiefs. This weekend, uh, do you think that Denver wins their next playoff game with Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, man. Denver's so tough. These are good ones. These are good ones. Oh, man. I want to say yes for Teddy, but no. If they go down 10 points, they lose. Right. You know, it, like it's – you can't – you have to be – and they can play in all-terrain. Because Teddy's one of the smartest quarterbacks in the NFL. There's no question about that. Their defense is well, the getting gloves. better and better by the day. You know? But yeah. mm -hmm. can you trust Javante Murray and Melvin uh, Melvin Gordon touch about 35 times and win games in the playoffs? Maybe, but I, I don't see it. So I'm just going to err on the side of everything I've seen so far from Teddy Bridgewater in his career and say no. Yeah, I think the next quarterback to win a playoff game in Denver is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, maybe. Cool. 
There we go. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. I, I like the Russell Spicy. Wilson in in steel in Steelerland. I like the Aaron Rodgers in Denver with you know John Elway and understanding that ego that a quarterback has. And John Elway is one of the most ego driven quarterbacks in the history of the league. So is an Aaron Rodgers. So I feel like they can connect on a deep level. And he'll just be like, "Hey, look what I did for Peyton. I'll do that for you." Even though I know George Patton is the GM now, but let's not act like John Elway still doesn't have a strong voice. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a fun exercise. Just you know, go through some of these quarterbacks quarterbacks that you know are hit or miss but that's going to do it for us here on this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream check out the Friday show with Chris Carter and your boy Q as they get you ready for the entire week 13 slate but that's going to do it for me I am Tyler Rowland host of the Locked On Titans podcast Alex Clancy Locked On Cardinals thank you all for joining we will catch you all next week bye <laughs>